0: You're watching the Sports Objective, the podcast for Pirates. <laughs> You're watching Pirate Breakdown with Sutton Young. Join Sutton every Wednesday night on the Sports Objective he talks East Carolina football. Here's Sutton. Welcome in to the Pirate Breakdown. I'm Sutton Young and joined by Dave Richmond. Dave, how are you, man?
1: Doing great. I'm glad to be on. It's uh different being the guest, but uh enjoy <laughs> your show, watching it on Facebook and YouTube. And uh make sure everybody subscribes to that YouTube channel and obviously face like our Facebook page. And I tell you what, Sutton, you've done uh, I knew you would, you've done an excellent job uh so for so far, and I know you'll continue to do so.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Really, it's been a joy to be able to do this. And uh, through the ups and downs of the year, I mean, if we look at things, we really should be a solid 5-0. and zero. But 3-2 and two going into week six, we are almost halfway there, guys. We are inching closer to that halfway mark. 3-2, and two, if I were to say early, early on, maybe in March, April, that's where I expected we would be. Maybe later on, looking at how bad Navy was, I could give the argument, eh, we could be four and one, two, but three and two, okay. But the thing about this next stretch with Tulane, Memphis, UCF, I'll go ahead and say this, Dave. I think we need to win at least two of those games.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I think uh, certain, something that dawned on me uh, today, and I don't know why I, I, uh, uh, give a shameless plug for the Pirate preview on Tuesday nights. But I don't know why I didn't think about it. But I really believe something um, that I've been thinking about all season is that this team still is – and I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway because uh, we can. But um, I really believe this team is still struggling to find ways to win, you know, learning mm-hmm. how to win. Right. Um, I think that, uh, for example, the state game and the Navy games – I believe we should have won those games. We didn't. I mean, we played our hearts out in that state game. Oh, yeah. And it's a theme that we've had. But what it comes down to is, is literally, we have, uh, literally we have a team that is it's like trying to find a way to close games out the right. same way with the Navy game. So that's where I am now is that like how do you – the ultimate question I would have for Mike Houston, for the coaches, the players, how do you close games out? Cause that's what we need to do. Right. To close games out. You close those two games out. We are in the top 25 for sure. Uh, maybe like 23, 24, something like that, but should have, could have, what if we didn't, but um, you know, you and I and Bubba and Kyle, Matt, we all have to cover these games. And um, I was thinking about that too. Um, I think there's a lot of people, Kyle's talked about it. It's I'm tempering my expectations for Saturday because Sutton, this is a razor-thin game that we have on on Saturday. It's a, right. uh, pretty much, I know they it's swinging uh, the money now towards Tulane, mm-hmm. but it's basically a, I think three and a half is a line. It's basically a pick'em game right now.
0: The pick'em, no doubt about it. Um, earlier in the year, I would have said for sure, and I, I think I said this earlier on that we would win this game i'm not so confident right now and i say that for two reasons one look at how well two aing is played they beat a very good kansas state team who upset oklahoma and beat houston in overtime so we can see i mean we saw really how good they've been and two i'll be honest with you dave i think our offense has been inconsistent
1: yeah well i think it's a matter of um There's something else that's really funny, Sutton. Four years of Mike Houston. Every single year that we've been covering this team, we go back to the last year of Moas when we started this podcast. The funny thing is, they have a pattern, and the pattern is we start out playing conservative, like calling uh, play calling being conservative, and then all of a sudden there's the call in shows and the um, and obviously the message boards and all that. And all of a sudden, everybody says, "Hey, open up the playbook. You're playing the conservative, you know." And all of a sudden, it's funny because all of a sudden, now last week down in Tampa, you, uh, I did it again down in <laughs> Boca Raton. I, I want so bad because I know where USF a uh, USF is. Uh, moving that game has really messed me up. But down in Boca Raton, they literally had. They opened up the playbook. That's what's frustrating, by the way, for this, the Navy game for me was mm-hmm. losing to Navy is one thing, but knowing that we could beat them and you lose to them. Um, in 2020, we lost a close game. They wouldn't let Holt Naylor's play, which is a whole another show, as they say. Right. Last year, we have the big kick from Daffer to win it. Um, this year, we should have won it. We didn't, but it comes down to the play calling, and that's what's... Uh, that's one of the keys for me. There's three keys for me this week, but that's one of them is to make sure to open up the playbook because I feel like Sutton, these games are 50, 50 games. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're playing, here's my point and I'll let you talk. Sorry. <laughs> if you're playing Alabama, Clemson, a team that we're way overmatched, that you need to have a conservative game plan, try to run the uh, ball to, to um, shorten the game, if you will. So mm-hmm. that, Alabama doesn't win by, you know, 50, 60 points. Right. Um, because if you try to match them toe-to-toe, that's going to happen. But when you have these 50-50 games, you need to be all stops. You need to be going <laughs> for it 100% is the way I feel.
0: Yeah, I mean, that Navy game, it it, it was like we saw a different team. And, and, I'll, and I'll say this, too. I mean, I, I understand the triple option mess. I, I get it. I mean, it's tough to prepare for. That wasn't the issue. Offense was the issue. And like you said, Dave, I mean, that game plan, I mean, frankly, just was not very good. I mean, you look at it, I mean, that game was a head-scratcher. Luckily, we bounced back against USF, though, granted, Dave, USF's defense is absolutely horrendous.
1: Yeah, I, I think that um, my question to you, Sutton, because you follow <laughs> uh, the team very close, closely, is – I'm just wondering about coach Scott, how much, uh, you know, we have a, a guy that we think a lot of with Skip Holtz, they fired him at, you know, in uh, USF, how much, how much more patience will that program have with coach Scott? I'm, I like coach Scott. So let me say, I I'm not up here being, beating a drum for him to be fired, but that's my question. You know, the world we live in, as far as coaching is concerned and, the microwave society, we, we want it now and not what have you done for me lately? He's trying to build a program, but how much patience do you have if you're in Tampa?
0: Well, I mean, I think too. if you look at the landscape of college coaching changes, I mean, we've had, I mean, I think it was, we've had Herm Edwards, Scott Frost, mm-hmm. uh, obviously Jeff, Jeff Collins was just given the ax and, and more recently you have a, uh, Jay Norvell, or not that he's Colorado's excuse me, uh, Colorado's coach, and uh, Carl Durrell, and uh, Paul Crist at Wisconsin. That's yeah. five Power Five head coaches, and we're not even through week six.
1: Exactly. I mean,
0: you you kind of see the trend here, Dave. And there's so much money on the line, even in the in the American. There's so much money, and I was thinking this last week. I think that Jeff Scott could be gone as soon as in two weeks because it seems to me that that program has not improved in the slightest. Ever since Willie Taggart left, that program has just gone down the drain. And that's my opinion. But it doesn't seem like there's any improvement under Jeff Scott.
1: Yeah, I really believe. Uh, I, I had thought this is what I I had thought by now not to say that they would be the competing for the American championship, but I thought we would see, this is year three, right? If my (laughs) memory is right. Uh, Yeah. By year three, because last year when we saw the Pirates, year three under Houston, you saw some great, you saw some bright spots and it gave us hope to know that the program is, the trajectory is heading, the program is heading in the right direction. And uh, not to make this all about USF, but I just don't, I'm just not seeing that things are getting better for the folks in Tampa. I don't care anything about USF. I'm glad we've won three straight against them. But just looking as a fan of college football um, and to – you want the conference to be better, Mm -hmm. um, then I want to see that program better. But, hey, if they're going to stay with him and it's going to stay down, then, you know, so be it. But I was just curious your thoughts on that because I really thought things would be better by now.
0: Right. And something to think about too, Dave, is I mean, you look in a couple of years' time, the big three in our conference, I mean, depends on the year, but Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, they're gone. So it, I think, Dave, it relies on us, South Florida, Tulane, the, those three teams. I mean, yep. Memphis, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want Memphis too. Yep. I don't expect anything on like Temple, but we need to establish ourselves as the four teams in the conference, I mean, otherwise, I mean, I hate saying this, but I think that the conference could lose, I mean, not respect, but, I mean, power. Yeah. I mean, I I think that it's in serious trouble here because, I mean, you're bringing in, and this is not to bash any of these programs, but Charlotte, who is terrible this year, Rice, who's never been great recently, and FAU. I mean, you look at those three, for instance, I mean, uh, granted you have UAB, UTSA. I mean, you have those two in North Texas. I mean, they're. Yeah,
1: I think that San Antonio program, the roadrunners at UTSA, uh, man, they are, uh, they are great. And uh, I would say great. They're good. There's a difference between good and great, as I've always heard, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're a good team. I really, I think that I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised. Do I think the, uh, you know, when you see the see those names and you hear those names, do those programs really jump out at you? No, but I, I do believe um, it's going to be good for recruiting uh, for my mm-hmm. the company with the different areas. I think there's some fertile grounds that we'll be able to go to. Um, right. And, you know, like you said, you know, one of the things that it's going to make me really angry is when those three schools leave, I really believe that the program is even with Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF that if they were still here, that we could win a championship. The sad thing is they're gonna leave. we'll win the championship, and then they go, oh, the only reason why you want a championship, Sutton and Dave for ECU is because those teams are not there. And I don't think that's the case. I think Mike Houston has done a nice job building this program. The recruiting is uh, tremendous. Uh, we're getting more recruits. Um, some we may not have ever gotten. If you look at the state of South Carolina and you know how Dabo Sweeney, you look at Shane Beamer, those two guys are down there, right? Those are the programs you think about in South Carolina. Mike Houston with his days at the Citadel and those coaches have done an amazing job getting guys like Rajay Harris and others that come from South Carolina. And they have done a really, with their connections there, I'm really impressed with those programs, uh, with uh, our program getting the high school programs out in South Carolina.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And to your point, that's really like you said. That's the big thing I'm worried about is the conference just losing its edge. I mean, you look at the AAC when Charlotte, USA, the Conference USA schools join, you look at them compared to the Mountain West. Dave, frankly, it's not even close. Mountain West is a way better conference.
1: Well, I think, I think what we're going to have to do is, I was telling the guys, um, scheduling-wise, we need to schedule a lot of the Sunbelt teams, um, ACC schools, SEC schools. Um, it comes down to our what our fans want, you know, we're the customers. And can you imagine, like, with season tickets, if you have the Marshals of the World, which we are playing, but um, I love the ODU series. I love, uh, I'd love to see Coastal Carolina. We're playing App State on a regular basis, which is awesome. Um, then if you look at the in-state schools, like NC State, we're playing, but will we play after the next couple times? And UNC and Duke. Um, I understand Duke because Duke is saying, hey, we're trying to get to a bowl every year. And yeah. in East Carolina, that's not necessarily going to be yeah. a win. we would probably be a loss.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, I do like what Mike Elko is doing there. But, oh. um, but as far as the other schools, you're talking about Charlotte. There's a lot of schools that we can – you know, and now they're in the conference next year, but there's a lot of schools we can play in the Sun Belt. Like I said, the different conferences that um, that's going to be fun, but I hope that we'll start scheduling them. Um, and maybe, and we were talking about that too, maybe some teams that we don't normally schedule the Big Ten, the Pac 12, Big 12. There's schools that I'm sure that we could compete against. And again, for people that don't know me, I love um, scheduling and I would love to see not a murder's row schedule, but I do think there's going to be a, a different philosophy in scheduling when you see 2024 Sutton, when they're going to go to the playoffs, and um, we, we're we going to have to improve our schedule.
0: Yeah, and that's something I've seen a lack of the last six years or so. Is, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, we'd have, I hate saying power five because, I mean, I don't like to consider ourselves, consider ourselves in a league with Coastal Carolina, Troy, ULM, but I mean, we used to have three Power Five games a year. I think moving forward, I mean, granted, I know that. I mean, I, I'll say it straight up. I don't think we're playing Carolina anytime soon.
1: No, it's they bad. won't play us. We beat them three straight times, they're and not they're not going to play us because they expect to get a win, and they're not guaranteed a win against East Carolina. No. Uh, that's a t- and even Scotty Montgomery beat Carolina. Um,
0: Montgomery beat Carolina. Anybody could be in Carolina that year. Um, but, no, yeah. we, we need to bring at least two power five.
1: Yeah, Justin Justin Butts, who actually – I'll give a shout-out to Justin. He's a fan of us. Um, he's one of the, you know, equipment guys and the drivers down there and uh, one of the thankless jobs. But he's mentioned about Liberty, Kentucky, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm all for that. In fact, yeah. Lance Leopold, he's done a nice job at Kansas. Are you kidding me? Kansas is a basketball school. Mark Stoops at Kentucky, what a great job. He's done basketball school. And if you're Calipari, by the way, aren't you feeling a little bit of pressure that you got Mark Stoops winning in a top 10 program in football and basketball has been struggling over the last handful of years? Yes. Whole whole another show. I know we're the, doing the Pirate Breakdown here tonight and uh, hanging out with you. It's so much fun. You're the best. I, I really enjoy your, your work and proud of you, all the accomplishments at WITN too.
0: Thank you. Let's uh real quickly here before we wrap up. Uh, it's the game Saturday. It's a big one. Two ang ECU. Dave, what do you expect the scheme? How do you expect the offense to perform? Because really, that this game is going to come down to ECU's offense.
1: Oh yeah, it's no question about it. I think that the what the matchup for me, Sutton, to look at the breakdown, if you will. How about our ECU offense and that two lane defense? Sutton is really really good. And I want everybody to understand that Tulane that I grew up with, this is not except for like the 98 season. um, This is a a really good Tulane football team. And just because you don't know the brand name to, you know, like it's not like the name that you would hear like a big time football program. um, I want Pirate Nation to temper their expectations. Not that we can't win, but this is going to be, it won't be like last Saturday. This is going to be a really big fight on our hands. Right. And I got three keys that I'm looking at on Saturday, um, right. Sutton. But certainly, when you mentioned the offense, you're you're right. Uh, let's have trick plays. Let's have if it's a fake field goal and you think Daffer's going to kick it, and it's Holt Naylor's holding the <laughs> holding the kick, and he throws a, mm-hmm. a pass in the end, zone, end zone to Winstead or something like that. Anything would be uh, you know fun. That's what I love miss about Coach Logan. So I'm looking for. You know, those kind of things. I think it comes down to, Matt said, execution. Yeah. Um, Whoever executes more plays. Um, Obviously, the turnover issue, you know, you can't make those mistakes and penalties. Mm -mm. And I tell you the key for this whole game, and people are going to say, oh, my Lord. But both teams are struggling in special teams, Sutton. And that is where I really believe that's the number one. If you circle one thing, you say, Dave, what is one thing that you're looking for? Their kicker's horrible, and ours has been struggling. Um, And I love Daffer, but he's been struggling. Both of them have been struggling for Tulane and for ECU. So um, I'll tell you another thing. It'll be interesting to see again, Sutton, watch on the game on Saturday afternoon at 3.30, if on fourth down, if Mike Houston goes for it, or is he going to let Daffer kick like a 40, 45-yarder? And sorry, I'm rambling on, but uh, that's Uh, my keys.
0: You're you're not wrong. I, I think he'll go for it. I'm going to make a bold prediction here. If ECU loses both Saturday and next week, the Pirates will be sitting at home during the bowl season.
1: No, I don't I don't think that. I um no, I won't go that far. I do but I do I will say this. If we want to have any kind of shot, this is my thing. You want to have any kind of shot of playing for a championship? Like we're on the outside looking in right now. We're a bubble team to make the championship game to compete for a championship. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to win. There's so many. Coach Logan um, Sutton in the summertime was talking about Mm -hmm. that we're finally at where we're 50-50 games. This is a game. um, I hate to use the term must win. Um, I don't think it's a must win to go to a bowl. But I do believe that if you want to have your hopes of playing for a conference championship, and one of your goals that you have on the chalkboard, then you better win on Saturday. And uh, again, if you play a conservative game, that's what I'm looking for. You have a conservative game plan to run clock and hope to God we have a chance, we're going to lose. So um, you need to play aggressive. Yep. This, this, I tell you what, every single game between now and December is a bowl game.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is like an elimination game. Let's pretend like, if we lose this Saturday, we're out. Yeah. Our backs against the wall. If we do that, All that's right. the kind of uh, urgency we need, my friend. If we do that, then we're going to a bowl. But I do agree with you. If we have a conservative game plan the rest of the way, then then I will I will definitely agree with you. We'll be sitting home.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, do real quick, Dave. Uh, score prediction. What do you think is going to happen, Saturday?
1: Well, I have to say that they say it's three and a half for the line. I think uh, I'm going to go a low-scoring game. I'm going to say Pirates 27-24, and I'm going to go with my man Daffer. I do believe he's going to make a kick. And uh, there's going to be one game where he turns his fate around, and all of a sudden, watch it, Sutton. Watch. As soon as that guy makes a field goal and we win by three, he's the best thing since light spread. That's why you have to love fans because one week they're against you and they hate you, you're a dog, and next week you're a goat. You're the greatest of all the time.
0: Right. I mean, I love ECU more than anything, though with picks, I'm honest. And USF, in my opinion, is an FCS-level team at the moment. I, I just think with how good Tuang is playing, I, I think ECU is in trouble. I'm going to say Tuang is going to win. I'm gonna I'm gonna say similar to what you said, Dave. I'm gonna go 24-20. I expect Owen to make some kicks as well. 24-20. I think Terrain's gonna win, but it is a pick 'em. Uh, Dave, any final thoughts?
1: I'm looking forward to it. I want everybody to watch it, and I will say that one more thing, Sutton. That I want, and you can, uh, see if you can pull some strings because you're an ECU guy. I want to have games like this on Saturday. Look, can we have? Uh, watch parties where you and me and a lot of great pirate fans where we can get together like an official watch party where we can get together and have a good time that's uh, something that these away games i miss all you guys i miss the excitement and would love to make some money for the university where we're buying some pirate beverages or water soda whatever but uh, i hope the administration will listen to me because i think it will be a winner
0: No doubt. I mean, I'll probably end up going to tiebreakers. I'm looking forward to trying the new uh, Cocos where where I mean, I'll be somewhere watching the game, so it'll be a good one.
1: Hopefully the Pirates win. Thank you, man, so much for having me on the Pirate Breakground tonight.
0: Absolutely, Dave. Thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure, and thank you for watching. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Make sure to watch the game on Saturday on ESPNU. We'll see you next week. Have a great night you uh-huh. uh-huh.